Thanks for joining me on Becoming Undamaged. I'm your host, Mia Corliss, and I'm looking forward to sharing another great episode with you today. I've just one small favor to ask before we get started. If you're enjoying the episodes, please go to your preferred podcast platform and hit subscribe or follow. You can also set up the auto download function that will ensure you don't miss another episode. You can help out by following and commenting on Becoming Undamaged, which can be found on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Thank you so much for getting behind my mission to share Becoming Undamaged to anyone who wants to come along on the journey. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Undamaged with Mia. Tonight, I'm going to chat to you about how to know if you are on the right track. So that could be with the little decisions, the big decisions, and anything in between. Um, it is Friday night. What a rager. Here I am sitting in my walk-in robe. The kids are actually watching something outside and I've said to them, don't come in. I'm on the podcast. I don't want to have to pause it to rouse on you. So they're happy to do that. It is the school holidays. We've just had the most amazing amazing morning sometimes I it blows my brain how amazing it is to live on the Sunshine Coast we went and climbed Mount Coulomb and then we went to um, First Bay at Coulomb as well which was fully protected it honestly felt like it was summer it was so beautiful so feeling very very fortunate today Um, it was a nice way to spend um, what is it, the third last day of the holidays. FYI, I've done absolutely zero schoolwork. Zero. Got a pile of marking, got some planning to do, got a lot of laminating. Uh, anyone who's not a teacher, laminating is teacher life, primary school teacher life. So um, now that I'm not married, I don't have an assistant my ex-husband was a fabulous cutter-outerer and laminator. Very good at the job. So I've got a lot of cutting and laminating to do. Got two days to do it. It'll be fine. We'll get it done. Um, I guess the reason why I haven't, I, I'm going to blame this podcast on my lack of schoolwork. Actually, I shouldn't because let's be honest, every school holidays, it's left to the last couple of days and everything works out in the end. Uh, it's been really amazing for me to put forward in motion something that has been inside for such a long time. Um, and I'm talking about the podcast itself. So the episode sort of got me thinking about how do you know whether something is right for you? I am a notoriously, I'm notoriously very, very indecisive. If you were to speak to my brother, he would probably roll his eyes and make some comment about how annoyingly indecisive I can be. And I think usually that comes from the little things. So if it was, where do you want to go for dinner? Like, I, I'm not, I don't really mind. You pick it, I'll eat something. I think it probably also comes from perhaps like decision fatigue, having to make so many decisions all the time. I know 
many people have jobs where you have to make a lot of decisions and teaching is definitely one of those. You are constantly in a state of, okay, well, I've just tried to teach them this and now that's not going to work. So which way am I going to go? How else am I going to help them to understand that maths problem or whatever it might be? So many decisions all the time. So when it comes to things like, what am I going to eat? I could not care less. Um, I'm currently driving my, well, I'm not driving him nuts. My teenage son does not understand. So for the last six months, I've literally eaten the same thing for every morning tea break at school and the same thing for lunch. He doesn't get it, but it's the fact that I've meal prepped it. It's there. I don't have to make the decision. When it comes to the big things, um, uh, yeah, somewhat good and bad at that, I would say for myself. I think when it comes to, uh, you know, big grand scheme things of work and that sort of stuff, it's easier for me to make those decisions. When it comes to relationships, absolutely terrible. Um, we'll go into that a bit later. <laughs> Not too much, but uh, not great at that. Um, and I think when it is something involving another person for me, and I wonder if other people might be the same, the people pleasing, it is so bad. A lot of it comes down to trying to make the other people happy, trying to do what the other person wants me to do even though I have no idea what that might be I'm just going to assume it's this and I'll make the decision based on what I think they want me to say or do um, I think the main areas might be trying to avoid any form of heartbreak any kind of pain any sense of rejection um, any sense of judgment any kind of consequence so trying basically to avoid anything negative by either not making the decision or making the decision that I think I should make for that person or that situation um, it, it's obviously something that I really need to work on and get better at and try to understand where that's coming from I think my tips might be that if you're not sure about something, what has worked for me has been to maybe sleep on it the first time. If it's a big decision, sleep on that, see how it feels in the morning. Uh, I, I generally go by if I'm not sure, then it's a no. So if somebody asks you to do something and you've got that feeling of like, oh yeah, um, maybe I might be able to do that. Oh, that's a no. Just say no. Like don't, don't even entertain the thought. Just say no straight away. That's, I'm not good at doing that, but that's um, where it needs to go, I feel. When it comes to big things, that is a little more challenging. Uh, I guess when I was thinking about what I would speak about for this episode, I it came to me about the long-term uh, effects of indecision. So uh, again, I'm going to do an entire episode based on relationships 
actually there'll probably be several episodes touching on things within relationships, romantic relationships I'm speaking about. I believe that particularly if it's a very, very close relationship, your the long-term effects of indecision are really damaging. For me, being in the marriage that I was in was like a slow form of torture. And I want to be respectful to my ex-husband and to my children. There were amazing times. There were really, you know, great times. Very grateful for the good times that we did have. But ultimately there was this sense that something wasn't right, that maybe it shouldn't be. And that went on for years and years and years. And there were times when I personally sought out um, probably two very, very close people. One was a family member. Actually, they're both family members. My brother and my cousin, let's just say who it is. They know who they are. Um, And I would speak to them about it. It was like I needed their permission to make a decision. I doubted myself so much And we had open conversations about the relationship and things that were going on and and what we both wanted, but we still couldn't come up with the decision. And I personally was sometimes, I feel, seeking out permission from other people because if if my marriage did end, that would mean I was a failure. But that is a whole other episode going into that. What it did affect was my overall behavior, my mindset. And I 100% believe that that would have had an impact on others around me. Definitely my family that I was living with and potentially any other people that were close or work colleagues, you know, one in particular that I worked with quite closely. Um, it, it ended up my way of dealing with that, living in this sort of limbo of decision-making was, you know, I would lose myself in binge-watching television. My brain, my thinking was so overloaded at times with these difficult, because things did happen, things were happening, be met with another situation that was not okay. And I wouldn't know how to process it. I wouldn't know how to, do I go this way? Do I go this way? I don't know what to do. It was at the point where I would just load up my thinking I would well I would stop thinking by filling it with with other things such as binge watching TV. So even I'd have a shower and then I'd have my phone with an episode of something sitting in front on the bathroom as I was doing my hair and makeup just so I could escape the thinking. Um I was overeating. That is a this is an honesty podcast obviously. Overeating is one of those things 
I'm going to actually going to do. I know I keep saying I'm going to do another episode on that, and that there's just so much that I that I would like to speak about, and that I've spoken to other people about that I think are issues for many of us. Um, the issues around food and our dysfunctional mindset around food at times. So it would I, I would be overeating, uh, then putting on weight, then unhappy. I would stop myself from doing things that made me happy. I would be so stuck in the what are, what are we doing in this marriage? What are we like? Is this going to work? Is it not? Can we fix it? For so many years that I would actually stop doing things that I wanted to do for me. I wouldn't, you know, there'd be an opportunity for us to go down to the beach for a swim. I wouldn't go or I'd sit on the sand because it it all just snowballs. You're not eating, you feel horrible, not getting in the water with uh, my swimmers, not happening. Um, So it was... I really feel that that came from that level of indecision. How it affects others was certainly, I couldn't have been pleasant to live with. There's no way I would have been chipper. No, definitely not. I do take responsibility for that. It was really not a happy existence. Um definitely not something I would go back to. And now that I'm out of it, as we all know, when we step away from things, we can start to see more clearly. Now that I'm out of it, I think, wow, there were some serious signs. If you're with someone and you're in such a state of, uh, I want to say turmoil, or limbo, this back and forth, up and down, not sure, that is a no. That is a, this is not working. We must end it and move forward. But when you're in it, you can't necessarily see it. Um, so now I feel that, yeah, looking back, it's very, very clear. And... I know that if I was ever to be in a situation like that again, actually, no, I don't know that. (laughs) I'm still learning. I have a lot to learn when it comes to relationships with romantic partners. Um, Yeah, I'm going to, I am going to be brave and dive into that at some point. But yeah, I still actually do really have a lot to learn. Where I do think the decision-making is working for me is in other parts of my life. So, for example, I was teaching just a regular cl- in a regular classroom and an opportunity came up to teach with um, autistic students. I just, I can't even explain to you. I just had this feeling that it was something I wanted to do something that I should do, applied for the job, had the interview. It'll probably sound strange or crazy or maybe it will sound arrogant, but I knew I was going to get that job. I, I, 
I just knew. I don't know how. I knew that was my direction. I was willing to take the step forward. I trusted that that's where it would go. And it did. And I got my job there. Absolutely loved it. Change in my, in the meantime, marital circumstances changed. And I very quickly had to head back to my old job so that I could have full-time work with the kids. Um, But it was still you know, a a positive reinforcement of, hang on a minute, I know I want to do something, I'm going to take that step, and it works out. I'm curious for you to have a think about how and what that's looked like for you in your life. Are you a good decision maker? Do you just think about something, do it, make it happen? Awesome. Give us some tips, please. I need tips. Um, Are you someone who sits for a little while? Do you need somebody else's permission or advice? Do you need to do research? Have you ever been stuck in that decision paralysis where you were just so unsure that you just cannot make a decision. Uh, Another, I'm going to say that it's potentially a negative, is letting other people decide things. Like I would do that so much, just, oh, I'm not sure, you decide. Oh, I don't know, you decide. And you're just not living your life. You're just not living how you want to. Here's what I have realised. Once you actually say what you want, people actually don't really care. They go, oh, okay, no worries. I'm not too sure why it's taken me so long to work that out, but it really has. <laughs> um, definitely there's a fear of of a consequence. For me, I feel I, I, I worry about what might happen if I make the wrong decision. So I'm Sometimes my decisions are fully based around the fear of something, fear of a consequence, fear of a punishment, fearing the loss of a relationship. If I do X, Y, Z, they might leave. Um, Fearing like a loss of control, even though you're not making the decision, so therefore the other person is in control. It's potentially making that wrong one and then it going wrong, and that sense of losing control. The fear of judgment is a huge one. Feeling like you'll be judged for making a decision, for making a step away from something that others may have assumed is what you should be doing. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot to unpack in making decisions and, and working out what is right and what is wrong and and is there actually a right? Is there a right decision or is there just a decision? And then you just move forward from that decision. Maybe you make another one and another one. I'm wondering how you personally can tell when you're on the right track. How do you know if you're on the right track? An example for me at the moment is with this podcast I know 
without a doubt, I could say with 100% certainty that I am on the right track with this. It has sat with me for years and the second I started, I cannot stop. It is Friday night. I could be watching a movie with the kids. Well, actually, no. They'll almost be in bed soon. Um, I could be doing schoolwork. I could be watching something on Netflix. I probably wouldn't be out and about because kids, but if it was a kid-free Friday night, maybe out to dinner. But I'm here doing my podcast. Three o'clock this morning, I'm up designing a website, um, writing out a questionnaire for my guests that I'm going to have. That is how I know it's the right thing. It just is coming. It It's easy. I want to spend the time on it. I want to do it. I find it fascinating. It doesn't really have to do with anybody's. It's nice that people have sent messages. Like I really appreciate messages from people saying, you know, I listened and that was great, but I'm not on there looking to see how many people have listened and um, and what they have to say. I'm just moving forward, taking steps, seeing what comes and going with that when it feels good, which it does, it feels really good. I wonder what parts of your life feel like that for you. How do you know what is feeling good? I've certainly got to a point, I know that we all say we have gut instincts and I do believe that is true. I have at times not trusted that gut instinct or that general feeling and it's certainly taken a bit of a hit recently. So I'm potentially weighing up not just that gut instinct, but also using the mind, what seems like a good thing, what seems like the right thing to do, and using the mind for positive. It can absolutely go down that stinky thinking sort of way, like, there's been a maybe just a couple of times, once or twice, I found myself going, what am I doing? Like, who am I to think I can have a podcast? Like, who are you? But then I quickly just push it aside and think, no, this is just what I need to be doing right now. This is the right thing to do for me. So it's an interesting one, one that we can overthink for sure I'd love to know what yeah how do you know that you're on the right track what is the feedback that you get is it that you get the feedback from other people is it that is it a feeling is it something in your gut that makes you feel like it's the right thing how quickly are you able to make decisions do you sit in the decision analysis or is it decision paralysis? 
Um, and how do you get out of that? How do you make the decisions quicker? That's the other thing. You spend so much time. Like, I'll be honest, there were many, 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 many years in my marriage where I knew it wasn't right. I knew it wasn't the right thing for either of us. And now that we are able to be our own people, we can make our own decisions. We can be happy. We can live our truth as individuals. It's allowed a sense of freedom for both of us. And there's still a great sense of care and respect. But we get to live our own truth. And I think that's really important. It potentially could have happened years before. But maybe it's not years. Maybe it's just hours. Maybe it's days or weeks that you're sitting on things if you feel the, like you have something to offer and you're a really fast decision maker, um, I would love to hear from you. Maybe you could post something up on one of the social pages. Like what do you use to help you? Are you as clinical as like tossing a coin? Or do you just have that inner trust within yourself? Because realistically... It's not really about a right decision. It's just about a decision. Make a decision. Make one decision. Step towards that. Make the next decision. Step towards that. Oh, hang on a minute. That one didn't feel so good. I'm going to just step sideways. So even though it's not necessarily 100% this place where you envisage yourself in the future, Taking the steps will get you to where you need to be. Well, that's at least what I, that's what I'm going with. I have no idea where this podcast journey is taking me. I just know that it feels good. It feels right. I'm super grateful to anyone who does listen along the way. Um, my kids think it's pretty cool that I have a YouTube channel and a podcast and if that's all it is, then I'm happy with that because ultimately I will be back in the classroom in two days time, three days time. Um, so yeah, think about how you tune in to yourself. How does it show up when you are in those moments of indecision? And how do you tune in to your own body, mind to make the best decision for you in a moment and moving forwards to where you need or want to be. Um, if there is anything you'd like to add, anything you'd like to talk me to talk about in future episodes, you can jump onto any of the socials, Undamaged with Mia, or send me an email at undamagedwithmia at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Um, now it's Friday night. I'm off to bed very, very shortly, ready to enjoy my last two days, marking, laminating, planning, bit of fun with the kids, bit of gym, hopefully some nice weather. Um, I hope you have 
a great weekend or a great day, whenever it is that you might be listening to this episode. Thank you again for your time and your support, and I will talk to you soon.